of the PHNX Feedback Podcast. I am back, and I am still your mayor of the city of Phoenix. As these guys said, I was brokering a deal to become the mayor of Las Vegas, and we'll see what happens later this week. This guy head banging next to me. He's Mr. Electric, not just now, but all the time. Sean DePaz, and of course, it's Thunderstick and the vice mayor, Jesse Friedman. Gentlemen, quite the game tonight for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Quite the start. For Ryan Nelson, something that continues to confound me because I don't understand yeah. how this man is so good on the road and so bad at home. But thankfully for this team, he was very good tonight on the road in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, it was just as everyone everyone predicted, right? I mean, <laughs> just you as know, we drew it up. Game two on the road facing the Braves, you know, guy with an ERA around five against Charlie Morton. Like, you know, this was on paper a pretty easy win for yeah, the Diamondbacks, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, Ryan Nelson pitched absolutely incredibly in this game. I know he got dinged up for, for the home run late, but still seven innings, two runs. Uh, just outstanding stuff from him across the board. He... Uh, kind of set the pace for the D-backs throughout this game, just getting this offense back in the dugout time after time. He was incredibly efficient, too. He had 64 pitches through six innings it was in amazing. this game. Yeah, it was, it was we amazing. Were tossing around the idea of maybe a, a complete game. Complete yeah. Game. <laughs> I mean, we saw him pitch into the eighth inning against the Giants a few weeks ago. So, like, when he has it running, I mean, he really can get pretty deep into games at times. Uh, I think, you know, removing him in the seventh was was probably the right decision. It wound up working out ultimately. But yeah, and this offense had some huge moments as well. A bunch of different two out RBI hits in this game just kind of stacked on top of each other. Uh, yesterday's game maybe wasn't a great all all around win for the Diamondbacks. Uh, pitching side wasn't so great in yesterday's game for for as incredible as that win was. But today it was a much more complete product all the way around. The bar was set pretty low for yeah. Ryan Nelson as far as what he had to come out to accomplish and be better than Zach Davies, who was put on the 15 day IL today. We will talk about that later, of course. But uh, we're not done talking about Ryan Nelson because. This man has been incredible uh, on the road. He is now 4-1 and one in 11 starts. He has a 2.67 ERA, uh, 14 walks, 49 strikeouts. Compare that to his home numbers, and it couldn't be more different. His numbers at Chase Field are pretty atrocious. In nine starts, he's 2-4 and four with an 8.08 .08 ERA. Uh, he has 16 walks and 24 strikeouts. Like, so you just have to find a way to get Zach Allen to pitch exclusively mm -hmm. at home. Correct. Ryan Nelson exclusively on the road. When Merrill Kelly comes back, you want him exclusively on the road. Yes. It might, you know, guys might have to pitch on one or two days rest every now and then, but it's it's going to be worth it. Right? They, they call you a manager for a reason, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. You manage. So, yeah, just like schedules at a TGI Fridays, you got to manage this better. You got to make sure Ryan Nelson only only pitches on the road. Zach Gallen only pitches at Perfect home. Perfect for a, a postseason series, though. Right? Oh, Just throw yeah. Ryan Nelson out there for the road games. You you know, if, you, if you're if you hosting the series. See, that's big brain activity right there. Gallen, that's, Mer that's, Mert at home. That's big Christian Dixon Walker energy right there is what it is. By the way, we found out Christian Walker's middle name is Dixon. And, yeah, you bet your ass I, we're not letting that go. I am so disappointed in, like, kind of all three of you. Specifically, you. Yeah, I, I take the blame <laughs> on this. No, I'm taking. Early. Yeah, I'm definitely That's taking the L. Wildly on, this one. on Derek. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, yeah, the most, the majority of the blame is is on is on Derek. But I will say that it is like the first one of the first things you see on his page on MLB dot com or on Christian the Diamondbacks page. Dixon so Walker. I would have expected Jesse to have known that as well. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not a big middle names guy. Like, See, I don't see, well, neither I am know, I. I know a lot of things about this Diamondbacks roster. I don't think I could name very many middle I, names. But yeah, honestly. but that's different. But if I saw that Christian Walker's middle name was Dixon, it's not something I would forget. And it's Christian it Walker. Does or stand, it and does Christian stand Walker. out a little bit. The man from, was two for three guys. tonight. He had two runs scored. Uh, he's back, by the way. Uh, mustache gone, and mm -hmm. I think there's a correlation there. I might be reaching, but. Do I have uh, to shave my mustache while no, I accomplish no, good things? You don't look like a cop. That's the difference. You don't look like a cop. True. Christian Walker, very cop-like. True. <laughs> uh, and I didn't like that. But I do like the way he plays defense, especially with what we were seeing over on the other side of the ball from the Atlanta Braves. And their uh, defense today, pretty bad. Uh, did lead to quite a bit of the Arizona Diamondbacks scoring, which was fairly clutch, Jesse. They were fairly clutch today. Just they were extremely clutch in this game. All of the Diamondbacks' runs came on two-out RBI hits. The <laughs> Diamondbacks did not hit a home run mm -hmm. in this game. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> win Yeah, win all the time doing that. Uh, no, in the second inning, uh, D-backs had a runner at second with two outs. Gabby Moreno came up. 
got the scoring started for the Diamondbacks with a ground rule double. In the third inning, the D-backs had the bases loaded with two outs. Lourdes Gurriel came through with a two-run double. Yep. Derek's purple hair was tingling it's, once again. It was. It's still here, guys. While. It's not gone yet. Uh, in the sixth inning, first and third, two outs. Nick Ahmed comes through with an RBI double. And then in the eighth inning, first and third, two outs again. Nick Ooh, Ahmed comes through once again with, with an RBI. Or I guess that was first and second, two outs. Nick Ahmed comes through again with an RBI single. So, yeah, I mean, if you're the Braves, Big probably Nicky a pretty Ahmed. frustrating game to lose. Like, yeah, you yeah. were an out away in all of these situations uh, from putting a whole bunch of goose eggs up against this Diamondbacks team. But they were tenacious, and, you know, they came through in in a lot of big spots in this game, which is something the team has really struggled to do in recent days. No, That's, you, you keep saying you're giving the team too much credit. This is Nick Ahmed's game. Nick <laughs> it's all about Nick Ahmed. Big right. Nicky Ahmed. Nick Let's go. Ahmed was resilient he was resilient in this <laughs> one but uh you're right that's usually actually something that happens to the diamondbacks they're usually yeah. the ones that can't get out or of late yeah you know what i mean like or yeah. I, honestly even in some of the major losses they've had this year with that not not the not the one-sided losses but the ones that were close there were a lot of occasions where the diamondbacks were uh one out away as we have mm. said time and time again from being out of those situations and and they weren't able to do it today that was the braves and I think it's impressive, uh, as I believe uh, somebody said in the chat, that, uh, of course, the peak Diamondbacks is them losing like they did against the Toronto Blue Jays uh, and being able to completely not score and then having this explosion in this series against the Braves. Uh, And honestly, two of the best wins of of the year for this team. I mean, today, I think the impressive part about it is if this was Merrill Kelly or Zach Gallen, we wouldn't really have been that surprised. Maybe a little bit for Zach Gallon because it was on yeah. the road. But for the most part, we would expect that kind of performance to get this out of Ryan Nelson. Uh, and of course, if Ryan Nelson could somehow figure out uh, this level of of, of competitiveness uh, and can be consistent at it, then this guy can really be one of the Diamondbacks' answers. Uh, we have we have a problem when it comes to starting pitching right now, and I know we're going to discuss that more, but uh, the Diamondbacks need Tommy Henry and Ryan Nelson desperately, and and tonight's performance is very encouraging about his, his future with this team. Yeah, we were having a conversation just a few weeks ago about, you know, can the D-backs continue with Ryan Nelson in the rotation, right? Yeah, yeah. We had the same conversation about Tommy Henry probably multiple times earlier yeah. in the year when, when he was struggling and you really have to give these guys their props. I mean, they've really fought through a lot of adversity. They've fought through a, a lot of highs and lows to get to the points where they're at. And no, Tommy Henry wasn't great his last time out. And uh, you know, even with Nelson and Henry at their best, I don't, I don't think, I don't think we should kid ourselves and say, you know, they're number two starters or something in this league. I, I don't think they're quite to that point yet. But uh, Ryan Nelson pitched like a number two starter in in this game, right? Going into Atlanta, seven innings, two runs. You really can't ask for for anything more. And uh, he's come up big for the D-backs in, in some of these games against top-notch opponents. And uh, it was really, really, really good to see today. Yeah, um, I think the one thing that, you know, of course, kind of surprised me here was uh, Nick Ahmed being able to do what he did. Like, Nick Ahmed is, has not been very good this season. But if he can, you know, do this and, and he can kind of get things back on track, we've seen a lot of guys kind of, you know get get online like uh i, I don't know relax i know it's stop. it's one game it's one stop game it. but stop i mean it. it's, stop it if it's we're putting one... any kind of hope on nick ahmed figuring things out in this season we have things have gone very bad i honestly why was he even in the lineup today <laughs> that's what we were it talking about little, at the beginning of the game it was a little weird yeah i mean a righty on the mound you'd think if you were gonna give ahmed a game you'd, you'd wait until lefty Granted, there are no lefties in in this series for the Braves. I guess the D-backs maybe just want to get him in there every now and then. But, yeah, it was a little weird. We haven't seen a whole lot of Ahmed starting against righties this year. Well, and and Jerry P is playing the way he is. He had big knocks in he last night's big, game, right? He had a big, big knock toward like, the end of the game last night, which I don't think we even talked about because there was mm-hmm. no – that we, we would have – we would have done like a three-hour show if we actually <laughs> talked about all Everyone of the little nuances. We did an entire show without mentioning that Lourdes went, I believe, zero for six yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he did. Yep. We never mentioned that. I mean, I mean, it's and it, one it, for it, five today. Uh, so like, the hair needs to go, right? I mean, I think that's I think the conclusion so. we need to come different to. Color. No, I'm not doing a different he color. No, I should go either green or yellow. He go do a different. Oh, great, do a different color. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, but I mean, if he does, you obviously. No, I, that's not whatever the way he does. Works. You're but what if he goes on like another <laughs> unbelievable streak? Like if he has another month, red would be crazy. Yeah, red yeah. would go crazy. Red would go crazy. Red I think. Go I think crazy. him embracing the La Pina and going like green would be. 
Bye. That, that would be fire. Uh, Jake McCarthy, another guy we haven't really talked about, but two for five today, two stolen bases. Couldn't stop him on the base path. Uh, he's just uh, been out now batting leadoff, and I thought he did mm -hmm. a pretty good job today. I feel like I've said this about multiple players throughout the season, so take it with a grain of salt, maybe. But he's, uh, especially with the way he's been playing recently and like part of the chaos that he's been, he's got like, uh, like, NLCS hero written all over him. <laughs> like, like that mustache, like, that baby yeah. face with it. You're absolutely yeah, right. Like he, he just like he, like he's just gonna try really hard, man, and he's gonna create chaos, and then he's gonna end up with a series where he's gone like fifteen for twenty three and five stolen bases, and then you're gonna be like, that's the best player on this team. All of a sudden, he's yes. not gonna do anything in the World Series. <laughs> that's not how this works. Uh, but nah, he's just a. Uh, he, I mean, he's obviously part of the. He's, chaos company like yeah. him and him and and corbin, corbin like they corbin, just yeah they make whoa, things whoa, whoa, happen whoa and christian walker yes. let's not forget christian yes. walker is absolutely causing chaos on yes. the base and so well. as as like carson kelly but in a different way <laughs> anytime a ball is hit the left field and lord is hit, is playing there's yeah. chaos there is chaos there's a different chaos way for sure uh well we got to give our king snake out to the man who deserves it there's a lot of good offensive players tonight uh, we kicked around the idea of giving it to Nick Ahmed, but we're not going to do that <laughs> to you people. Uh, our King Snake, of course, is Ryan Nelson. This man was incredible tonight. Seven innings pitch, three hits, two earned runs, five strikeouts. And, uh, man, if the Diamondbacks can get this out of out of Ryan Nelson more often, then uh, it really does feel like it, it's – it's 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 a three-man four-man rotation now i mean yeah. it really does once merrill kelly returns and once we got him and tommy tommy henry having outings like this it, it really feels like this team is just one starting pitcher away from potentially having a solid you know things locked up at least for the rest of the season as far as their starting pitching goes yeah i mean if, if you I, you wish that these two guys had found a little consistency earlier in the year because then this the conversation around the deadline would be very different right you'd be maybe talking about adding someone at the back of the rotation just so you have you get to the playoffs type thing sure, like sure. Your, your focus is probably more on the bullpen maybe that power bat obviously now a starter is still a huge priority but like if they had been pitching like this all year and obviously specifically with with ryan it's it's a smaller sample size i guess it's a little little more recently that he hasn't been good um but like it would it'd be a different conversation i feel like if they yeah. had been if they had had the chance to find not that they weren't given a chance but if they had been able to find consistency earlier in the year um yeah i mean it's still four guys though right i mean yeah, no. be, it'd still be gallon kelly henry nelson yeah and then you'd still probably need a, need yeah. a fifth guy anyway um but yeah i mean for ryan nelson it's really all about what are his secondary pitches giving him yeah. um yeah. and in this game he did i mean he was still very heavy fastball 62 percent four seamers it's not like he was mixing it up a ton uh but he was mixing it up enough and he got a couple of whiffs on the cutter a couple of whiffs on the slider uh, he got a whiff on his change up as well he was able to command those pitches relatively well he got a decent number of called strikes with those pitches even if he wasn't getting whiffs and that was just enough like Ryan Nelson does have a really good four seam fastball. So if he's able to just get enough from those secondary pitches, yeah. then he can be a pretty darn good pitcher. And, and that's what we saw today. Yeah, his command was solid today with that 95, really 96 was. mile per hour four seam. He was 56% of his pitches were in the zone. So yeah. he was really all over the strike zone today. And, and the other thing about it was his efficiency was so sexy. He left the game with what? I think 84, 84 pitches. 84 pitches. 84 seven pitches. Like, yeah. And I mean, we kind of kicked around the idea of him going back out there. We talked about him. He could know, have gone back out for the game, eighth. right? Yeah. But uh, I mean, Kevin Ginkle did make things a little bit more interesting tonight than he did, you know, last night. Obviously, coming in and striking out the side was incredible last night. But uh, he did shut the door, even though things got very, very tense there. Uh, Ginkle kind of got rattled there by Acuna being on third base and trying to like oh, yeah. run the, the, down the Ginkle, the... Ronald Acuna robbery. That oh, it's wild. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to pop off when these two got on the field against each other. But I did like, is did... there a more electric matchup in baseball than Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah. against Kevin? Ginkle? I, I don't know. Ronald I Acuna so. Jr. versus Austin Adams. Yeah, there you go. Not ah. in like an actual baseball sense. Just but, like, in, a, in fight. Like, a fight. Yeah. That would yeah, be just like, match. yeah, just in a, in a round circle, like yes. fighting in sand kind of situation. See, I think um, here's the thing is that uh, Kevin Ginkle did like one of the weird, like one of the weirdest walkbacks I've ever seen where, you know, Ronald Cunha is down the base path. If you haven't had a chance to see this uh, and 
There was nobody at third uh, because they kind of had a shift going on, essentially. And Ginkle just kind of walked the ball over to make Acuna go back to third base. And, like, he just he just wanted him to go stand on third. He, like, even, like, kind of pointed to the base. It you was know, such a weird Acuna situation. Acuna was, like, dancing around in the down the base path. He was yeah. actively trying to annoy him because he's in his, like, right? He's, like, he can see him over there. He's, you know, he's just, it's a part of, part of you know, the situation being what it was. But... Uh, it yeah. did, I have to say, it did kind of feel like Acuna sort of got what he was looking for. Yeah, he absolutely did. He was, yeah, he was, it was a wild pitch. pitch. It was yeah. a wild pitch. Yeah, he was, he was trying to get in Ginkle's head in, in a 5-2 game, right? Yeah. Like Ginkle's, in Ginkle's back was not against the wall at that point in the game. But yeah. Acuna was on third base, and he was trying to wreak havoc in whatever way he could. It's and a very it, Josh Rojas move, and I respect yeah, it. Because, yeah. like you said, it works, and... The team is down more than just one run. So it's not like Acuna is just trying to score. He is actively trying to rattle Kevin Ginkle, and, yeah, and he did. It worked, did. but he still was able to shut the door, and the Diamondbacks get the win. So uh, great, great win for this team. And uh, don't have, have no idea what they're going to do with their starting rotation going forward, but hopefully uh, Zach Gallen can be better on the road tomorrow, and maybe this team can steal a sweep from the Braves in Atlanta, which would be one of the most unlikeliest outcomes i could have imagined after that blue jay sweep going to going to atlanta that's beating. what everyone expected derek i don't know what i don't know <laughs> I what never universe said, you're i definitely did not baseball. bet against <laughs> the d-backs today yesterday or today that didn't happen i definitely expected them to win no chance not a shot i don't never believe them at all but i will tell you right now uh there's some more fun to be had if you're interested in betting on the bet mgm app you can get in on no run no run first inning fridays no run nerfy. first inning Fridays. Get on a little nerfy action. Of course, you opt into the promotion on your BetMGM app. Place a no run first inning bet on any MLB game. Bet no on the will there be a run in the first inning market. If your bet loses, but only one run is scored during the first inning, you will receive a bonus bet equaling your stake up to $25. Ooh. So get down on this today. It's available only on Fridays because it is nerfy Friday. Uh, and do not miss out if you haven't signed up for the bet mgm app i don't know what you're waiting for but get down on that action use bonus code phnx here's the thing uh bet mgm i, I need to i need to give credit where credit's due i've been betting on bet mgm a, a, a lot and the one perk that we don't discuss enough is how you can get credits to then get free hotel rooms and stuff in vegas because oh, yes. that is an incredible part of this so make sure you also sign up for the MGM rewards program. So that way your points and everything you're doing on the bed MGM app can go. I, I went to Vegas. I got upgraded to the biggest hotel room I've ever stayed in for my, in my life for practically free. It was wild. So make sure you do that on the bed MGM app. Again, if you haven't signed up for it yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets. If it loses with bet MGM, again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details. And here is Shane talking at a totally normal speed about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Ontario. Ontario what up all right uh well we uh, thank you guys for being here right now on the phnx sports youtube channel if you haven't subscribed to the channel do so now uh we are sitting here in tremendous heat by the way so when you start to see me just leaking liquid out of the top of my head uh know, know that i'm fine and i'm not having a seizure or something but uh, of course if you haven't uh done that yet sign up for notifications that way you don't miss whenever all of our shows go live on this network leave us a thumbs up just in honor of the diamondbacks victory and and, and you'll get sean to do I don't know, some more Mr. Electric stuff. I, it might be some more headbanging. It varies, but leave us a thumbs up. Of course, if you're listening on the audio shock. podcasting side, uh, make sure to subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback. 
Uh, Chris Melton says, why do we have to have Zach at this weird ass early start again? We don't know, Chris. That is a great question. Uh, and if we could get you an answer on that. We know, we know th this is like all things going against Zach Gallon. It's on the road. It's early in the morning. Uh, it's, it's what? It's, it's an East Coast game. Like, it's these are all things. how many day games the man gets. Well, and not it's just day much. games, but like he has played in at least two that I could think of, like particularly early games. Like yeah. the Detroit game and now this one at mm -hmm. 920, right? Like that's... Yeah, it's the instant early, games. early, than early that. games. Early man. games. I don't and like the, it. Like the two earliest they've played, and he's pitched both of them. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing is uh Chris is one of our favorite diehard members. Not that you we love you all. We love you all, but Chris, we love you especially much. So make sure to experience this love. You also become a diehard member. Not only will you get our love, but you will also get all sorts of wonderful benefits, including a free gift certificate for Mountain Mike's Pizza that basically pays for the entire membership. You get a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com, 20% off all future purchases. You get a ranch card from Dobson Ranch Golf Course, uh, and so many other exclusive benefits from our partners. You also get Jesse's newsletter, Full Count. You get access to members-only invites for merchandise and events and discounts on events, including our takeovers, which are happening very soon here on July 25th. You can join us at Chase Field. We will be having a little burger sampler bar at mm. cold beers and cheeseburgers to kick off the game, as well as some good outfield seats. Bring your oh, glove. Respectfully, fuck the, the burgers. I'm here for the mac and cheese. The mac and cheese, side salads, the french fries. There's a lot of grub. Well, I'm there for the for, for the all-you-can-drink drinks. That's what I'm, I'm there, there for. I'm there for the all-you-can-drink, so. like, soda pop. I want a good soda pop. You fucking nerd. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's our takeover. So make sure to join us. It's the St. Louis Cardinals who are becoming sneaky good. They are not in last place in their division anymore. And uh, of course, this is not going to be good, Derek. They are 8-2 in their last 10 games, motherfuckers. They are 8-2 in their last games. Don't start okay. with me. Do not start their, with me. What's their record again? Watch good what happens when are, the Cardinals win that goddamn they division. Not worse they will than have the, the last lap. Pittsburgh Pirates are uh, worse than them and they're they are now they're sneaky that good. is yeah that's correct that's okay. correct just making sure we're on the same page i mean we've talked about them being cellar dwellers all year long and here we are playing them and of course they're playing their best baseball because of course that's the way that the arizona diamondbacks have things but make sure to join us for that takeover event uh today some news came out zach davies pitcher for the arizona diamondbacks um not a lot of you are fans of uh has been <laughs> placed on the 15 day il leaving the Arizona Diamondbacks now with only three starting pitchers on their active roster. Jesse, how uh, how advantageous is this move for Tori so Lavolo? That was so uncalled for. What was the attack on Zach Davies? <laughs> Listen, look. I don't like him either. Look, no, look, look. Jesse <laughs> tweeted out yesterday that the man has the highest ERA of any Arizona Diamondbacks no, pitcher in history. Like, with 12 like, or more starts, I'm going true. to attack him. Here's as this guy who none of you fucking like. He's yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah, correct. Jesse. I mean, these, a lot of, I, I tell a, the truth. A lot of people, of course, suspected like, all right, this is the this is the mystery injured list stance, right? This is obviously Ooh. something that, that we've seen in baseball before. And frankly, we don't really we don't really know. I mean, there's not really a, a, a great way to, to find that out, especially was, okay, on the record. So I, I was telling um, Jesse this like you can you can take this for what it's worth. It's worth you know, take it, take it for what it's worth. But we, we were told, and Tori Lavolo told us this one day about a different injury last season in very convincing fashion, but he basically said that these kind of things are not in the hands of, like, the front office or Tori Lavolo, that these are calls made by the medical staff. So if there's an injury yeah, like this, I mean, it's typically sure. an actual injury. <laughs> yeah, because the training staff, if Mike Hazen gets on the phone and says, hey— I need to give uh, look, Davies a few days I'm off. I'm stepping out of it after that. I was just putting that out <laughs> there. I'm not saying it's truthful. I'm not saying it's a lie. I'm just saying that's what we were told. You can uh, you can take that for what it's worth. All like this to say, we don't really know if it's a phantom injury. It's a lower, lower back inflammation. We do know, according to Steve Gilbert, I believe Tori Lovello said this, that Zach Davies is going to have an MRI tomorrow. Um, MRIs are expensive procedures, Thank you, right? Jesse. So, Thank you. Yeah. so I guess look, that counts against the 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 mystery. You know, look, I had lower back inflammation done. when I had to get a medical marijuana card. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that that's not something. <laughs> you're not. That, do I have it? Do I not have it? Who knows? Only I know <laughs> if I have it. 
<laughs> so where do the D-backs go from here is is the the big question, right? I mean, as you said, they have they have three they have three starting pitchers <laughs> in this rotation as of as of right now. Uh Zach Gallen, Ryan Nelson, and Tommy Henry are the only starters on the active roster. We Give me do we do have a pretty good idea of where the D-backs are going because of a couple of reports. Uh, Gambo had had one of those reports earlier today. Uh, I believe we have that tweet. Uh, Gambo said that Brandon Fott is expected uh, to, there it is. Uh, he tweeted, I expect Brandon Fott to replace Zach Davies mm. in the starting rotation for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Fott made his last start in Reno on July 16th. He's only made two starts in Reno since we last saw him in the big leagues and he's been very good in those two starts too he was not good in his first of those two oh, starts. he was quite okay. good yeah, yeah. In, his, okay. in his most recent one i believe um so yeah i mean i i wouldn't say it's like oh like brandon fought you know did all these things to earn earn this this opportunity I, it sort of feels like it's out of need and he's kind of the next guy on on the depth chart and and yeah i mean his most recent opportunity was one game against the tampa bay rays who at the time were arguably the the best team in baseball and are obviously still in that conversation so the d-backs have not really innings and he absolutely got raw yeah i mean it was if ever there was a start that like maybe you don't deserve another opportunity immediately afterwards i mean that that was probably it but it appears according to what gambo said that the d-backs are going to go with fought this weekend we don't know if that's on the 22nd which is saturday or the 23rd on Sunday, I would maybe suspect it would be the 22nd. That would put him on five days rest. I don't know if they'd want to go to six days rest. Uh, but uh, Tori Lovello, according to Steve Gilbert, also said earlier today that it is likely that the D-backs will go to a bullpen game for one of those two games as well. Oh, they've got worked two, out pretty well last time. They've got two spots to fill this weekend. They do not have a starter for the 22nd or the 23rd because of, of Davies being on the injured list. So, so what about Merrill Kelly? What is going on with Merrill Kelly? Because we yeah. had word that it... I mean, of course, we heard because of the blood clot that it sounded like he didn't even need to be put on the IL, according to Merrill Kelly. And his according discussion. to what Ian Kennedy Ian said Kennedy, from his experience you know, last year, him. don't let them put you on the injured list is basically what Ian Kennedy Merrill said. Merrill Kelly was supposed to return after the uh, All-Star break. And yeah, what's, we, what's the word? We wondered if he might be able to. Um, he had one simulated game. I believe that was 75 pitches. It seemed possible he could come back after that. That is now not the case. The D-backs are just kind of operating out of an abundance of caution and giving him a start down in the complex league. And then after that, I would presume he would be ready to go, uh, which would put him available for the D-backs next week in the Cardinals series. So who knows? Maybe we get to see Merrill Kelly uh, for our takeover day uh, next Tuesday. But I don't. Yeah, he's not an option for this weekend in Cincinnati. The D-backs need to they need something else. They need some sort of solution for the 22nd and the 23rd. And it looks like it's going to be Brandon fought for one of those days and a bullpen game for the other one. Tinfoil hat time. They've right, already secretly agreed to a trade and they're just waiting for it to be confirmed. So you're saying Shohei Otani is going to start for it, the Diamondbacks it, not, on, well, no, on no, no, no. Sunday. I'm not saying that. And then... I'm not saying he's not going to start on the 22nd. He's going to start on the 23rd. Okay. All right. That's right. <laughs> it's cool. I said it Angels here just swept the Yankees for the first time since 2009. Uh, say it with me, everybody. Fuck the New York Yankees. I mean, we already did that in 2001. But that but means yeah, that the, that means the Otani you. trade might not go through because now yeah, the Angels the are winning Angels games, right? Yeah, that's true. Stop it. <laughs> Sure. Get on board with what we're trying to do here, Sean. I didn't think about uh, it from that way, perspective. It was funny that New York Yankees players, they were down four to nothing, and apparently they were being scrutinized on social media for like laughing and smiling in the dugout. Let's not do that. Like what what? So teams no. losing should be no. sad. No, yeah, no. Do what, they have to no. have the big lip no, 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 out. No, no. Do they, they should be, be sitting and they pouting? Should be, yes, they should be. Grow up. You're a New York Yankee. Grow up. Have some, have some have some have fucking some respect fun. for the pinstripes. You know what? Grow some smile fucking off your face until you start winning. Have games. a good time. Live your best life, Yankees. That's not how they do it in New York. Whether you win or you lose, you live your life and you have a good time. I don't care. You are a New York Yankee. Guy. You do not have fun. No, I want you to have fun. Uh, and I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing shade at you. Uh, he might be throwing shade. I'm not throwing shade. So he's the one that needs the shady rays. I don't need my shady rays. Uh, of course, you all need shady rays. It's 155 degrees outside every single day for the last. 20 30 days i don't even know anymore it's just it's just hot that's all i'm getting i'm getting tweets from friends in england who are getting videos on their side of the pond about how hot arizona is that's i know that's not the kind of news i want to be making but uh if you do live here of course you do need a good pair of sunglasses so make sure to check out shady rays they're an independent sunglass company with a world-class product and 
the craziest replacement slash lost replacement plan in history. Uh, basically, they told us that if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. They have your back long after you purchase. They also have your community's back as they do their best to impact the community from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime. Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. So what a great company, obviously, to back. And of course, they make a world-class product that we love. And if you check them out, you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop. The team always has your back. My wife bought me like six pairs of sunglasses from another company for Christmas because mm -hmm. they had like a six pack, like Christmas, like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, black Friday kind of deal. Uh, and a I six pack of sunglasses. Yeah, it was oh wild. Gosh. Yeah. So you know, she, she <laughs> does that. From time to time. It, it, it is, but I have a lot of shirts. So I wanted to match. She wants me to match uh, course, all my shirts and my sunglasses. I've just abandoned all of those sunglasses Naturally. for my one pair of shady rays. So, uh, make sure I, I and I'm not lying about that. I, I literally mean that they match all of my clothes and they're great. Uh, it's so true with, with sunglasses, like one really nice pair of sunglasses so clearly trumps like seven yes. really crappy yeah pairs. like low quality everyone has yeah. like crappy like gas station sunglasses sure. lying around their houses and you just lose them and they're not really worth keeping track of because they're just crappy and not really worth that's anything it. that's it so and and that and that's the thing is even if you do lose your shady rays you get them replaced so there you uh, go and also exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use code phnx for 50 percent off two or more polarized uh, pairs of sunglasses try for yourself the shades rate shades rated five stars by over two hundred and fifty thousand people uh this man is going out of town tomorrow yeah, he yeah. is going to las vegas so make sure Viva. to follow him on twitter for all of his las vegas shenanigans but more importantly first place you're stopping on the way out of town oh a circle guy i sw i swear i literally there asked, was a whole conversation about were you there for that yeah he was like do i need to stop at yeah, circle I, K I, for I snacks before we go or are we stopping on the I way asked because all, i need to yes. stop at circle k for snacks yes i asked all to make sure that we were stopping because i i'd be damned if i don't have my circle k snap snacks yeah. for a road trip to las vegas yeah i got i just went on a road trip i mean of course what is your key road trip snack by the way i'm an almond guy almonds almond guy yeah. oh like I don't know why, but I go with Doritos, which doesn't mm. seem like a it doesn't seem like a sensible choice considering the Dorito cheese yeah. dust that you get on your fingers and no, messing you're, in the car. You're poor steering wheel. It's all yeah. over the steering wheel. I don't, don't want to get. I'm trying wheel. something that's clean wheel. and something that like I'm going to be sitting in the yeah. car for a while, so I don't want to feel like complete shit. To be quite honest with you, but I mean I'm not going to hate. I also I like sour Skittles, and they have like the little crystals of sugar on them. That but also it's, get yeah, everywhere. I just don't make good decisions. If it's like because like the last road trip, I was driving. So oh, yeah. I wasn't off the OGs like I normally would be on a road trip. Yeah, no, I understand so that. So it changes kind of my, my that's, planet. That's a good point. Um, my wife is a solid co-pilot when it comes to that. She makes sure the snacks get opened and mm. properly, and she's like handing me like napkins so I don't get yeah, her steering wheel. Yeah, my last road trip, uh, Mac was my co-pilot. No. She put her headphones in and pretend she couldn't hear us I was going to say, and then, <laughs> did you get lost with she, her being a co-pilot? She had the nerve to start. Her Coca-Cola was – or Diet Coke, excuse me, was spilling in my my – my car and i was like mac it's spilling on my car and she just didn't or spilling like on me and on my pants and i'm like she just didn't do anything and i'm like mac clean it up and she's like why are you yelling at me and i'm like you're spilling diet pepsi all over me and my car what are you oh talking about God. neither here nor there um but yeah check out circle k don't take back to <laughs> circle k with you that's the key to that story um but make sure you do check out circle k to buy power aids uh at four for five dollars and also you can be entered to be one of 10 finalists to win a 2023 ford big ben bronco suv that's this man's car of his dreams yes. he would take all the road trips with that truck mm -hmm. with that car but uh, also buy two get one monster energy drinks which can help you a big time on the road trip. So make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club, and you will get a buy one, get one free offer for 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. And also make sure you're picking up your four peaks at Circle K. This is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, of course, when you're at Chase Field, make sure to visit their four peaks draft room located on the suite level. It is one of the best places to watch a baseball game in the entire ballpark. And, of course, you can sit there and watch the whole time. That's the best part about it. Where, wherever your ticket is, it could have a terrible obstructed view and you can go down to the four peaks draft room and find yourself a great seat 
Also, make sure to ch- follow them on social media at Four Peaks Brew or go to fourpeaks.com events to stay up to date on everything Four Peaks related. Uh, again, check out Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink responsibly. And, of course, don't miss out on grabbing those at Circle K while you're there uh, and all sorts of under- wonderful beer. Um, it is time for us to explore once again, another trade deadline target for the Arizona Diamondbacks. And we are going to continue to focus on starting pitching. Uh, we're going to continue to dream about Shohei Otani, but we're going to maybe make set our sights a little bit more reasonably. Uh, today's first trade deadline target is St. Louis Cardinals left-handed pitcher Jordan Montgomery. Jesse, this guy uh, has been an absolute stud for a Cardinals team that has not had very many uh, very much good when it comes to their starting rotation. No, Derek, the Cardinals are underrated. They're yeah. they're emerging, I mean, the hot, right? They're hot. I hate you both. I mean, you said it. I know. Well, anyway, you, you deserve it's every because bit of, of Jordan that. Montgomery, right? Look at this <laughs> ERA and this WHIP. This guy's been an impressive pitcher for this team. He he really has a three one four ERA, a one two three WHIP, hundred nine innings this year. Uh, good strikeout numbers, good walk numbers, a three point four nine FIP. He's been really solid uh, really ever since coming over to the Cardinals last year. It was an interesting, uh, actually a trade deadline deal that went down last summer between the Yankees and the Cardinals. Jordan Montgomery went from New York over to St. Louis, and he's been really good ever since landing with the Cardinals. And yeah, we talked about Jack Flaherty on the show yesterday as an option. And people in the chat were like, why would you trade for Jack Flaherty when you can go get Jordan Montgomery? And yeah, uh, you have Jack Flaherty at home. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, Montgomery being a lefty definitely helps theoretically, although it seems like Tommy Henry is sort of uh, here to stay in the D-backs rotation. So maybe that isn't an urgent need, but he is a he is a lefty and, and he brings a lot of other things as well. Uh, he's got some pros and cons. Like Jesse said, he definitely is a lefty. Uh, he's a clear upgrade right now when it comes to what the Arizona Diamondbacks have in their starting rotation. Uh, And he's available as long as this Cardinals team doesn't do the thing I'm lying about (laughs) and actually does emerge. The Cardinals have already, it kind of surprised me, but John Mazalek, they're uh, a head honcho dude. I don't know exactly what his official title is. If it's GM, it is head honcho honcho dude. dude. Uh, Sometimes it's the president of baseball operations and his GM it's all the same, but uh, he's already come out and said the Cardinals are going to sell at the trade deadline. Yeah, it's yeah. just a matter of whether they're selling off pieces like Montgomery, who are only under team control through the rest of the season, or whether they might be willing to sell off a Goldschmidt or an Arenado yeah. or some of the other guys that we've also already discussed on this show. Uh, as far as cons go for Montgomery, he is a rental, as as I alluded to. Yeah. Uh, you're only getting him for, for two months for the rest of the year. Theoretically, that should minimize the price. It shouldn't be too crazy, but obviously... As I also have here, there's a ton of demand uh, in the in the starting pitching market, especially given that that he's one of the few lefties who projects to be available. And another con would be he has pitched a couple of times in the postseason in his career, but he's never pitched more than four innings in a game. He, he's never been like the big like, all right, you are you know the the game three starter, and we need five or six innings from you. He hasn't really fulfilled that role yet. Um, in his limited postseason experience, and the D-backs would probably need him to do that if they if they were to make this trade. But across the board, I mean, is in terms of you know availability, the fact that he is going, he is definitely an option for the Diamondbacks. There's no question the Cardinals are going to trade him, and he he checks a lot of boxes for sure. Sean, what do you think the likelihood of them targeting Jordan Montgomery could be? And again, like Jesse said about the Cardinals parting ways with him. Um, I mean. I guess it's hard to speak on likelihood. I, I feel like they're going to obviously do their due dil- diligence on all of these guys. Um, I, I mean, I feel like there's a higher likelihood simply because, like Jesse mentioned, they have said they're going to sell. Yeah. And it's not it, one of those teams that we have to yeah, sit there and wonder. Exactly. If like, you know, they're going to sell and you know, the Diamondbacks are going to get a starting pitcher. So, yeah, those two things obviously match up like there's so. Um, definitely likely, likely in that sense, I guess. I know that's like an impossible task, just like asking you how likely this <laughs> is, but, uh, what do you think it would cost Jesse for a Jordan Montgomery? Do you think that's going to cost more than the diamondbacks are going to want to give or given the fact that he <laughs> probably, is, I mean, yeah. Cause I mean, the, I feel like all of the teams selling 
are kind it's you know it's it's you hold all the cards it's yeah. a, it's a seller's market <laughs> this time right because yeah. the the ones that are selling they they are in power and then they're also very limited right so it's like especially when we're talking about a lefty like right right and i mean i'm just saying like as far as the teams that right now are willing to negotiate or even take trade deadline calls like i feel like the tigers i feel like cardinals i feel like there's like maybe five or six teams in baseball right now that are willing to even start yeah. negotiating on trades whereas all the rest of the entire league is still thinking that they're still in it yeah yeah, and I mean, the Cardinals is interesting. That The fit between the D-backs and the Cardinals is interesting. The Cardinals have have a lot of young, exciting position players. Brandon Donovan, Lars Newtbar, the list goes on. What the Cardinals Japanese really hero, need... Lars Newtbar. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, what the Cardinals really need is starting pitching. They need, like, long-term pitching assets. And something that their front office has really emphasized is swing and miss. That's something the Cardinals have not really emphasized in the past. They've been the team that, like, all right, we're going to pitch to contact and we're going to shift better than all the other teams. We're going to play better defense right. than all the other teams. But in this era where, you know, the shift restrictions are now in place, I think that's a big reason that the Cardinals haven't had the success this year that they've had in the past. Like, a it's, a, it's a different game this year. It's not just Yadier Molina. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's ninety percent the absence of Yadier Molina, but ten percent is other factors. Woes. That's yeah. different. Right? This is defense, right? But, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, this is sort of starting pitching woes in a yeah, sense right. too. But what what they've said is that they're targeting guys with big swing and miss stuff. They don't want the pitch to contact types of guys. They want the swing and miss guys, and they they want pitchers over position players. That's at least what it what it looks like. I'm not sure the Diamondbacks necessarily are a great fit from that standpoint. Sure. They they do have some pitching prospects they do have some interesting pitching prospects especially at the upper levels of the minors but none of those guys are are crazy swing and miss guys i wouldn't say so i don't know if it's a great fit um just d-backs and cardinals and you know what they're going to be looking for in this trade but who knows uh you know i mean we really at the end of the day don't know all, all it takes is like one pitching prospect in the diamondback system that the cardinals really like that that could flip this around so you will we'll, uh, we'll see just about the that's, just about to come out of my mouth that's who it's gonna be yeah uh, uh, yeah i i could i could maybe see the cardinals asking about him well there's there's quite a bit of talk about who the diamondbacks could trade and it seems like his name gets brought up quite a bit because he does seem like an exceptional young talent that really right now just has all the potential in the world to to be one of the best pitchers in baseball when we talk about starting pitching, though, another guy that the Diamondbacks are potentially going to target is Chicago Cubs right-handed pitcher Marcus Stroman. We've talked about Stroman being uh, an, an elite pitcher in baseball, and his stats absolutely back that up. Uh, this man could have easily been the starting I pitcher this man. in the All-Star game had he you know, Need. participated. Need. Damon and I have been asking for Marcus Stroman for, like, what, two months now? <laughs> there was a specific moment where it came up for the first time. I mean, I love Marcus Stroman. I love I he is the kind of cool that I was I want on this team that I think the team is lacking. <laughs> the kind of guy who was going to make headlines with stuff he says in the media and he's not going to ever really like hold back, which I love. I absolutely love. And then oh, he also happens to be uh one of the best pitchers in the National League. Um I would love to have Marcus Stroman in an Arizona Diamondbacks uniform. Do you think not 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 to put this out there as something that would prevent this from happening, but do you think that that attitude that that kind of outgoing, you know, like you said, not holding back kind of personality would be a good fit for this team that doesn't really seem to ever have that? Like, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if it's that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, I don't know if that's a Tory Lavello thing, if that's kind of his philosophy and then people kind of fall in line with it or what. But the Diamondbacks don't typically have like a lot of shit talkers. They yeah. have a lot of people that are openly like saying like, I mean, God damn it. Uh, Christian Walker called himself a looker. just said he was looking at <laughs> uh, during that Mets series. And that got the Mets fans all riled up just about that. Like it was one of the most innocent comments about that whole situation. It was the, an adorable comment. It really he said was. He's a looker. He, but he said it with that mustache. <laughs> I like that mustache. I'm telling you that mustache rubs a lot of people the wrong way. But uh, Marcus Stroman though, just an incredible talent. When you talk about yeah. his pitching stats, yeah. damn it. Can we put those stats back up there? Because again, you look at this stuff and, this guy has just been doing it for the Cubs all season long. One of the big reasons why the Cubs are still in the mix, which 
Uh, I believe they did say if they would take any offers on Marcus Stroman, they would happen at like 11:59 p.m. Yeah. on on July 31st. You're not you're not trading for him tomorrow. That's that's for sure. Uh, we are big Fit fans here on the podcast. Huge you see, uh, you see Marcus Stroman has a 3.39 FIP this year compared to a 2.88 ERA. And that's kind of been a thing for him for a few years where he just kind of outperforms his peripherals year after year after year. I don't know if it's this this it factor that we've been talking about where he just he just he pitches with a lot of he just pitches anything. with a lot of swag and he's kind of a gamer out there yeah. and uh, I think he has a in a sense he has an intimidating presence on the mound even though he's five foot seven, <laughs> which is really good though. Yeah, his whip is one oh nine. Yeah, it's not like his it's not like his peripherals are bad or anything. Uh, but a two eight eight ERA is legit. I mean, yeah. he oh, yeah. he really like if the season ended today, he would he would be in the Cy Young conversation absolutely. So uh, yeah, I I don't know if the D backs can realistically pull this off. We look at the pros and cons here. Uh, Marcus Stroman is a legit number two starter. Like if he's your, I mean, you could kind of slot it in however you want, whether he would start like a game two in a playoff series or a game three behind Merrill Kelly. Uh, he has playoff experience. He's thrown about 30 innings in the postseason in his career, and he might be the best starting pitcher available. I don't know if there's if there's any starting pitcher uh, outside of maybe Shohei Otani, who's sort of in, an, in a category of his own. I don't know if there's any other guy who's who's going to get as much interest as he will. Uh, flipping over to the con side, there's there's going to be a cost here. I believe he's making twenty five million dollars this year for the for the last two months. You're looking at maybe you're on eight million or so, which I think the D backs could maybe absorb. Ken Kendrick said before the season started that they would be willing to invest more uh, around this time of year if if you know the team was in position to do so, which they are, which they are, but. I don't know if that necessarily means they're going to take on a, a contract of, of this magnitude. Um, and of course he's going to cost a lot like prospect wise, he's going to cost a lot and he's a just, lot. and he's just a rental. You're just getting him through the end of this season. He has a player option for next year, which he is pretty much undoubtedly going to decline with, with the quality of season he's had. I mean, and that's going to be a con for a lot of guys that the diamondbacks are going to pursue because it's a lot of rentals we're talking there's a about, lot of rentals sure. and the diamondbacks aren't really i think in the, of the mindset that they want to give up a lot yeah. for this season right like I, i've said it yeah. before i'll say it again this season they just are unexpectedly good and it as great as that is for us for fans it does put mike hayes in an awkward position that he wasn't really expecting to be in of, of now making these decisions about how, how far does he go? How much of the farm system does he sell to improve this team at this point? What kind of player do they pursue? Do they play? Do they pursue a guy that's under team control for a couple of years, but maybe isn't as good? There's a lot of really great pitchers that are available, but most of them that are available are in this situation where they are rental, and there's no telling if you know what you sacrifice for them is going to return. Yeah. You know, is going to cause them to stay with the team or even return you know, the, the worth, uh, for the rest of the season, right? Like if the diamondbacks were to make a big trade and then go on to miss the playoffs, that would be like the biggest disaster that you could potentially think of, right? Yeah. Like where they do sacrifice part of their future, uh, for this season and then don't even have a, yeah, have a chance be, yeah, at, at the postseason, sure. right? Um, groundhog mama asks, uh, what is FIP Jesse? Oh, Jesse, <laughs> man. Let me, I'm going to, can I, can I, can I do it the way that I understand it? Sure. Yeah. Because that please. might help you more than Jesse's explanation. <laughs> Jesse does a great job of explaining stuff, but. Hey man, I was a teacher as of a year ago, right, right Derek? <laughs> right. No, you're right. So it's what is ERA would look like if the pitching was abs or if the fielding defense behind him was absolutely <laughs> What well, your ERA average. would look like if pitching or, didn't matter. <laughs> the pitching didn't matter. If defense <laughs> didn't matter behind you. If it was a league average defense behind you. So it's kind of like. Uh, it's like a lot of these stats where it tries to take out what has been done behind you in, in ways and just focus on your pitching. It's fielding independent pitching. So with no fielding involved, or at least the actual fielding that has occurred, because we've talked about that with certain guys on the Diamondbacks where they just had some amazing defense behind them and guys were making yeah. plays. So as good as their ERA was and as good as things looked for them, their pitching wasn't really at times the cause behind it as much as it was the great defense behind them. Yeah, it's basically just focusing on the stuff that a pitcher himself can control. 
So it's built on strikeout rate, walk rate, and then home run rate. Yeah. Um, obviously, home runs, they're in play, but they go over the fence. So you're not really not giving much about that. Yeah, your fielders aren't really factoring into that. And then walks and strikeouts, obviously not 100%, but for the most part are dependent on the pitcher. They're kind of the sole responsibility Catchers of the pitcher. Catchers got to hate this stat. He, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not it's not perfect, but it, it is a really it is a really good. You're still stuck on Yadier Molina. Aren't pitcher you? walks in the clubhouse, and be like, "Y'all see my fifth recently?" And be like, "Catcher, you don't even." You know, I'm the one calling the pitches. <laughs> uh, by the way, Connor Mormon, his ex fip three point seven one. Just in case you were wondering, I know you asked that in the chat, um, but. Of course, uh, everything Jesse said is all true about Marcus Stroman uh, with the pros and the cons. I think the thing here is is that uh, he is the best starting pitcher available if you take Shohei Otani, obviously, out of the equation. I don't even know if you can call Shohei well, Otani the, the best starting pitcher. He is the best starting pitcher as far as his pitching performance go. He is a better potential, arguably, a better pitcher than Otani. But, yeah. obviously, yeah. he doesn't bring that everything that Otani <laughs> brings to the team. Um, uh, I do think, though, that Marcus Stroman would be just the 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 cream of the crop as far as p- targets for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you talk about making this team a legitimate World Series contender, having Zach Gallen, Marcus Stroman, and Merrill Kelly as your one, two, three. It'd be pretty, it is, it'd be pretty I fun. think that's there are pretty formidable. few teams in, the, in Major League Baseball that have a more, more formidable one through three than Zach than Gallen, that. Merrill Kelly, and Marcus Stroman. Man. Good stuff. We'd have a heck of an emergency podcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> I am getting that jersey so fast. Oh, I'm going to put braids in my hair just so I can start rocking the do-rag again. Like, I'm going to go, I'm going to be all in on Marcus Stroman. We'll post the picture of him as a villain um, again very soon so you can see that. But uh, speaking of Shohei Otani, since we brought him up, there was a wild trade proposal and an article that ESPN posted out today where they kind of went through I believe their top 10 teams, it might have been more teams than that, but their top choices as far as teams that could potentially trade for Shohei Otani. And the wildest thing, most of their predictions said, like, this is far-fetched, this is not likely to happen, this one probably wouldn't. But their Diamondbacks prediction was, like, reasonable. They thought that they, they thought it was a pretty fair trade, and they felt like this actually made a lot of sense. And despite the fact that me and this guy sounded like absolute maniacs even bringing this conversation up last week, <laughs> it is something to be discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is the trade proposal from ESPN. Uh, they are saying the Arizona Diamondbacks would, tre- would receive Shohei Otani, and the Angels would receive shortstop Jordan Lawler, outfielder Alec Thomas, right-handed pitcher Slade Ciccone, and left-handed pitcher Yumin Lin. Uh, also, they added the caveat uh, at the end because they have a GM kind of review the trade, and, and Jeff the GM, or GM Jeff, uh, give his perspective. He talked about, crazily enough, throwing in, like, Blaze Alexander, and then he then he likes this deal. So yeah, that would he be... said this wouldn't be... He said he would lean towards saying no from the Angels' perspective. Yeah, that and I know that Diamondbacks fans probably think that's outrageous. That's outrageous, Jesse. Yeah, Cobb's is saying if it guaranteed an extension, I'd do it. Yeah, I mean, I would. That's not gonna happen. I would probably frame Derek for murder if a guarantee if an extension was guaranteed. Like I would do anything. Wait, why? I would do anything it took. Oh, okay. You're saying for a show? Like if if a show? Okay. If we were, I would frame me for murder. (laughs) I would go away for murder. I would. I would. I talked about this. Before the show, I said something that I'm not going to say on the airwaves, but I, <laughs> I said I would do something really far for Shohei. I, I, I would go with a plea deal. I would claim guilty on Sean's accusations of me being a murderer. That's how far I would go to make this happen if it involved an extension. That's the biggest problem with any talk about this. It feels like the one thing that a lot of analysts are saying is that the Dodgers seem to just be chilling in the cut, waiting for whatever to happen to happen, and then they're just going to scoop him up so after crazy. the goddamn offseason anyway when he's a free agent and like that part sucks that's the the fact that it feels like the dodgers are just vulturing around the otani situation yeah waiting for their time to strike do do demons fans have like an emotional attachment to the rivalry with the dodgers or would i I would say it depends on if you were there for the time that mark mcguire became like this angry animal and went after members on our team when he was (laughs) on their coaching staff we had a big fight we got a lot of fights against them if you 
were here during pro, the Yasiel Puig years, you probably fucking hate the Dodgers. Would D-backs fans be pro-realignment that got them out of the same division as the Dodgers? Oh, that's a good question. I think as far as competitiveness, yes. And they could really do a realignment where it's like the West Coast teams because and leave us the fuck out right. of it and start moving up. Well, Move, keep us with the Rockies and well, the, you put and us the in Midwest. The, you put us in the new AL West with the Los Angeles uh, or the Las Vegas A's. The Las yeah. Vegas A's. Because yeah, 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 Las yeah, Vegas yeah, is the yeah, NL. Like Las Vegas is an NL city. It just is. It just is. Unfortunately, it, is. it is also very possible that if they did realignment and you had 14 divisions, it would be the exact same as the NL yeah. West minus the Rockies. Yeah. In I which case, it would no, be even worse. No, I don't like that. For the I don't like that. No, Jesse, it should be uh, the Mariners. It should be the <laughs> Giants and the Padres and the, the all those California Let's teams. Let's take the Royals. You know? Let's yes, take the Royals. Us, the Royals, the Rockies. Who else can we throw in there? <laughs> Uh, fuck the uh, Astros. No, I don't want the Astros no, don't, in there. Fuck that. The uh, twins. There, no. Let's get the twins in there. We're kind of like <laughs> up and down, right? Like we're the uh, West Mid Coast. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but I don't like it. Um, I don't want to have any part of any of that. But um, I'll be an AL team. There. Uh, whoa. We're we got we got. Do we have breaking news? What, let, let, let's go back to the show. Yeah, we have even trade let's, deadline talk. Go, and you say we have breaking news. We have breaking news. I'm sorry. There's just some information about somebody that I'm very excited somebody about. Somebody do this in the comments okay. earlier as well. All right. Well, oh, let's oh, let's oh, take oh, a yes. look. Let's take a look really fast at that trade again because I want to see. I want this up on the screen and I want to ask you guys if you're the GM of the Diamondbacks, Sean, are you doing this trade? Are you doing this trade? No, uh, forget forget extension talk. This is literally just uh, for what Jesse two months of Shohei Otani. Yeah, I mean, I guess it could be three like, months. I guess it could be. We're three gonna say three months when we win the World deep, Series, but we're playing three run. months of Shohei Otani. I mean, man, would it be nice to see Shohei Otani in an Arizona Diamondbacks jersey? Just oh, for him to go boy. sign with the Dodgers next year in the offseason? Oh, but what? I mean. I can't do this. No. I I can't uh, dipping into uh, dipping into your your ideal outfield this and, and the best much. defensive outfielder that you have and Yumin Lin. Uh, it's who, like your future. It's your present. It's a little it, bit of your. That, next, that's, like, that's way too much oh, for two months or two and a half, three months uh, yeah. of Shohei Otani. I try to keep Alec, but I would. If I could like switch it to Dom, I'm doing this trade. I think so Whoa. too. I think if you took I'm Alec sorry. or Yumin Lin Whoa. out, if you took Alec or Yumin Lin out, I, I'm I, it's a lot more of a conversation for me. But both of them in there, and like I don't really care about Slade personally. Not like as far as this trade is concerned. <laughs> oh, wow. Like I, 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 I've never <laughs> never met him. I don't know him as a personally. Probably <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> As far as prospect and, and as an asset, I don't really care that much. Um, Jesse? But, yeah, no, okay. no, I wouldn't do this trade. If there was a way to do it without either of Drew Jones and Jordan Lawler included, then I would I would be interested in what that would look like. But my guess is from the Angels' perspective, there just isn't enough impact yeah. talent in the D-back system for that to be possible. And no, you, I just, I don't think that if you're the D-backs and you're in a position where like, Yes, you have a shot this year. You're in a pretty good spot to make the playoffs. If you get Shohei, then you're one of the best teams in the National League. But like, if the Diamondbacks get Shohei Otani, are they better than the Atlanta Braves? Are they better? Are they clearly better than the Dodgers? I don't know if the I don't know if that's a clear yes. I I would I would lean toward no. If the Diamondbacks get Shohei Otani, the Atlanta Braves have. Are, are what, like 10 games ahead of the Diamondbacks at this point? Who won the last think... two goddamn games, I Jesse mean... Friedman? This is true. At, who I, won I, the last I two understand. Games? I don't understand go what we've on seen. XBA or any of that <laughs> shit no, around here. <laughs> this, is what, this is the reality of now. <laughs> let's, be, <laughs> let's be real about yesterday. this. You put Shohei Otani on this team. I think it's similar to the Strowman situation in which you immediately have the most feared one, two, three pitching staff in baseball. I think that's fair. Most feared in the National League. Most feared in baseball, probably. Right? I mean, he's and just a fucking a, DH is smashing balls. You also that. have like, my God, the, the best home run hitter in baseball on uh, your team now. I will also say, though, logistically, something you have to consider and any team that trades for Shohei has to consider is if you trade for Shohei Otani, you enter six-man rotation land. Shohei Otani does not replace this this fifth starter issue that the Diamondbacks have. He doesn't take that spot. He simply adds to it, right? That's the way that Shohei Otani has been used for years in LA and the way that I would I would 
expect him to be used moving forward. So six man rotation. Yeah. And, they don't and have the starting pitchers for that. That's Jesse. Perfect. I'm not sure no, if they, you know. Uh, I mean, you, it's like you would, if you got Otani, like you would still need a starting pitcher. You would still probably want to go get somebody else. Uh, if the D backs got Otani. Yeah. I mean, it would be, it would be a heck of a lot of fun and it would be, I mean, it'd be an amazing couple of months, but, but Jordan Lawler is just a really important piece to this team's future. And I don't know if this, if this D backs team, were you know maybe maybe five games better than where they are like really close to being like the clear-cut best team in the national league you go get otani and you're like all right like we really might win the world series i just don't know and i know people are are criticizing me for saying that the braves might still be better than the diamondbacks if they were to make this move that's kind of where i stand i just don't know if the d-backs with otani would be so incredibly good that you're that you're willing to mortgage the future to that extent well, there was a tweet sent out tonight that apparently the Arizona Diamondbacks are scouting the man that I have been hoping that they go after, and that is Detroit Tigers pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez. According to this MLB Marathon tweet, it says scouts for the Orioles, Rangers, Diamondbacks, and Rays will be in attendance for Tigers. Starting pitcher Eduardo Rodriguez's start tonight, and boy, he did not disappoint. Eduardo Rodriguez went seven innings, gave up four hits, two earned runs, no walks, seven strikeouts. Wow. Send this man here now. I mean, and his last two starts prior to that were fairly atrocious. He gave up in four innings to the athletics, five earned runs, six hits, uh, two dingers, and he struck out seven. He has struck out seven in every single start in his last three. Uh, Mariners, he went five innings, gave up two earned runs, three hits. So, I mean, he's trending in a good direction. And, of course, Diamondbacks scouts were there to see him tonight. So uh, he will be a target we talk about here shortly, probably tomorrow. So make sure to stay tuned for that. In regards to everything else, we thank you guys, of course, for being here. I got a wonderful package yesterday from our friends at Factor Meal Ooh, Kits. Uh, it was a wonderful package filled with all sorts of wonderful food inside of it. Uh, Factor is America's number one ready-to-meat-eat meal kit. Uh, you do not freeze it. It's refrigerated. It's ready to go. You microwave it. You throw it in a conven convectional oven. And they sent us some smoothies. They sent smoothies, too. Tropical fruit. They I have tried uh, them strawberry and banana. My daughter was a big fan of the strawberry banana. And the thing is, it's perfect for a week where I came back. Uh, from a vacation that not only was my my weekend but bled into my week a little bit i have no time to go shopping i have no time to cook i have no time for anything and honestly uh, having ready to eat meal kits in my refrigerator ready to go are incredible uh, not only that but they are all extremely healthy everything i got uh, what looks amazing and factors uh, fresh never frozen meals already in just two minutes so you don't have to wait all you have to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside uh no don't go outside stay inside stay inside even though it's 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 a beautiful summer uh it's a it's it's a it's a devastating summer and we're very hot so uh they have all sorts of restaurant quality options like bruschetta shrimp risotto green goddess chicken grilled steakhouse filet mignon and so much more already in two minutes uh if you need an extra support uh boost of uh, support for your wellness goals this summer they have their protein plus meals they also have vegan meals and uh keto meals calorie smart meals all sorts of plans where you you just sign up they send you the food so make sure to check out what factor has to offer uh you can rest assured you're making a sustainable cho choice they offset 100 of their delivery emissions source 100 renewable electricity for their production sites and offices and feature sustainably sourced seafood in their meals this july get factor enjoy eating well without the hassle simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor packed meals delivered to your door ready in two minutes no prep no mess head to factormeals.com slash phnxdbacks50 and use code phnxdbacks50 to get 50 percent off your order that's phnxdbacks50 at factorsmeals.com slash phnxdbacks50 to get 50 percent off uh again Thank you to them for the amazing meals because I can't tell you how excited I am to not cook this week. Uh, also, <laughs> I'm wearing one of the most comfortable shirts that I own, and that is from our partners at Pins and Aces. It is the official golf apparel partner of PHNX and All City. I know a lot of you miss, speaking of the heat, going out and golfing because of how hot it is. It's just unreasonable to be out there during this heat wave. But you can check out Big Drive Energy wherever you podcast that if you are missing out on all of your golf talk and all of the fun that you normally have out on the links. Of course, it's going to cool down soon. And we live in Arizona, so we have golf year-round. Make sure you get some Pins and Aces gear. Uh, they get a ton of compliments of on and off the golf course. And, of course, they make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even 
their favorite thing in the world, the beer sleeve. It's also my favorite thing. So uh, it stores seven beers. That's all you need uh, on the golf course right there. That, that way you don't have to stop at the beer lady. So make sure to check out a family-owned golf and apparel business that we absolutely love partnering with. Check out pinsandaces.com and use code PHNX to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Well, that's all we got for you guys this evening. Tomorrow we will be back. This man's going to Las Vegas, so he's going to abandon us. But Jesse and yeah, I will yeah. be back tomorrow. I'm going to Las Vegas for work, for the record. He is. He's going to cover Sun Devil stuff, which, again, makes me question how I got fleeced on this I, deal I am, with I Shane. Am, I'll, I don't I'll, understand I'm going as a producer. I am just their producer. I don't care. They're, you're done with that show. We're done with them. We, you don't claim hard. them. You What? What do you got over there? I said work hard, play hard. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's the Las Vegas. The electric ponies so. are calling my name. Oh, my God. It's the best thing you can do in Las what? Vegas. I'm not even joking. Dude, I need God bless the fine folks at dog. Konami. Yes. <laughs> what are the other ones? I can't even I think of any more. Yeah, uh, American Pharaoh. American was there Pharaoh. Silence was that's what one? I'm on. When yeah. it comes to the electric ponies, look, they uh, they 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 move independently of tracks. It doesn't make any sense. It's wonderful. It's the best thing you can do. Uh, it's but just of course, tragic to me to go to Vegas this time of year. It's so hot, Jesse. Like Vegas is I was Vegas so hot. Vegas I is maybe in Las what Vegas. three degrees cooler than Phoenix. No, this time of there was year? A, it was 116 degrees I when argue, I was there on Monday. Okay, it's that, not cooler at all. Not you're at all. I would argue that you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. I would say that it's just the best time of the year to leave the city of Phoenix. Yeah, but to go somewhere hotter is just it's not no, that, that no, makes it's, zero it's just sense. equally as hot. It's just as terrible <laughs> there. Let you me tell literally the only thing you do in 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 Vegas is sit inside an air conditioned casino. That's a truth. That's a, that's truth. Yes, that, I'm gonna be in two I mean, places. I'm gonna be how much how much walking outside did you do again, Derek? Oh, when you were there over this past weekend, I took a small child who thought that she was gonna go gallivant around the strip and exactly. walk the whole thing. Exactly, she was done ten minutes into her walk. Right. We crossed the bridge from New York, New York to MGM Grand, and she was like, "I'm ready to go back to the hotel room." I was like, "We haven't even gotten to the M M&M and M store yet. What are you doing?" Like, First oh, off, it's frustrating. Kevin Ginkle's not the closer because he can't. Get Getting scared because the d- fucking yeah, Acuna is dancing like on that third by base. Ronald Acuna Secondly, Jr. on third place and be a, my be time a in Vegas is going to be me. I'm a land. I'm gonna get in an Uber. I'm gonna go to our friends at Circa. I'm gonna get in another Uber. Go to Resort World for media day. I'm gonna take my ass back to yeah, Circa, and Circa then I'm gonna take my ass back in the car back to Phoenix. Yep. I'm gonna be in two places inside the whole time. He's not wrong in air conditioning. I'm looking forward to Vegas. Look, I have a 12 year old daughter, and I'm still gonna tell you Circa is a 21 and over casino. So. Yeah, you draw your own conclusions. My daughter thought kids free weekend at Chase Field meant that no kids were allowed, which also sounds pretty <laughs> Dude, fire. That sounds like so that's a fucking vibe. I can, I, can, I can yell curse word chance and I'm not going to get kicked out or like offended. <laughs> <laughs> Uncensored music, dog. Oh my God. Everyone's let that DJ go camera. off. <laughs> Remember that day we heard Cardi B uncensored? It was yeah, incredible. That was crazy. It was crazy. Although, so. let's, I mean, let's not pretend that if like the right opponent's not in town and like it, like, like it, it, every Red Sox game is against the Yankees. It's, it's none of it's twenty one and over, and you're sticking to fuck the Yankees. It's true, so like. it's true, it's true. <laughs> um, well, make sure to follow this man on all of his adventures in Las Vegas. He is at Sean underscore Depaz. Jesse Friedman, which I am not going to spell for you, is at Jesse N Friedman. You figure out how to fucking spell his last name yourself. I am your mayor. I'm at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. Maniac behind the Mac. That's Damon. We are Damon's dogs. <laughs> And of course, you have to do that before you follow him. He is at Damon D A W G. Our show is at PHNX underscore D backs. But of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys for your time. We love you. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow. It's a very early game. So make sure to get some sleep and then get up at 920 to watch Zach Gallon shove. Uh, it's Galentine's Day. So. You know, you need Zach to be Gallen against Spencer Strider. What a matchup. No, legitimately an incredible matchup. So make sure to join us for that. Uh, of course, in the meantime, we thank you again for your attendance tonight. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you just say fuck it and trade for Shohei Otani. Just do it. <laughs>